Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to our digital sports marketing podcast, where we talk all things sports. My name is Mia Cato, and I'm a host here with... My name is Ignatius Obu, and I'm your host here today with Mia Cato. And today, we have an exciting topic for you. Together, we are diving into the world of digital marketing in sports and specifically the intersection of these with public relations. You know, as the digital era progresses, it's increasingly critical to understand these dynamics to leverage both sports and business and businesses fully. Before we dive into this topic, I'm going to briefly explain what digital marketing in sports entails. Essentially, digital marketing in sports involves the use of digital platforms from websites to emails, mobile apps to social media platforms to promote sports, teams, athletes, and related products. Did you want to mention a few times you've seen that? Some examples, some things that you've seen in digital marketing. So like for me, I've definitely seen digital marketing be used in like my favorite sports is ice hockey. I really like watching it. And so I think like, for me, I see it a lot on their Instagrams because that's where I usually keep, catch up on them. But where do you usually see it? For me, my favorite sport is soccer. So mm. in soccer, I every day I see digital marketing in soccer from Instagram, Twitter, they, they maximize all the forms, all the mm. forms of digital marketing. Mm. What's your favorite soccer team? My favorite soccer team is Manchester United. Oh, really? Yeah. I grew up watching a couple of their games every now and again. I have family there. You have family that plays soccer? No, I've got family who likes to watch it a lot. So it's interesting. I don't hear a lot of people say they like Manchester United. Yeah, it's a very big team. And they are really big in the digital marketing business. Mm. Players interview to live streaming of their matches, to business endorsement, to players and the club marketing their products through digital marketing. Mm. You know, yeah. These these teams they have they have they have a very huge presence in social media with a very huge followers. So mm-hmm. they keep their followers updated on whatever they got going on through digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So how do you think like digital sports marketing relates to digital PR and what kind of implications does that have for us who are PR practitioners? That's a big one. You know, digital sports marketing and public relations are closely related right Mm -hmm. the rise of digital media and social media platforms i also think like Um, digital sports marketing it definitely uses like it involves managing a company or individuals like reputation online 
And we can see that a lot through like gaining high quality like backlinks or like we see how it works through maybe like mitigating uh, a crisis communication. It helps a lot with media relations as well as influencer marketing. But you also know digital public relations involves managing a company or a club or individual's mm -hmm. reputation online, you know, the place yeah. gaining high quality backlinks, crisis communication, media relations, and influencer marketing, mm -hmm. right? And when you come to this field, both fields aim to cast a positive light on whoever they represent, such as the sports mm -hmm. teams, the athletes, or sports brand. In the event of a crisis, right? Let's say mm -hmm. something happened. A PR team steps in, expected to manage the communication strategy, ensuring there is a minimal damage to the reputation of their employer. Now, for me, I would say some of the implications for PR practitioners includes upgrading their skills because right now we are in digital age and the traditional method of public relations is gradually, I won't say it's fading away, but it needs an upgrade so that it could match up with what is happening in the digital world, mm. you know? Yeah. An integrated approach, real-time communication, contextual understanding. They need to update their skills to include different marketing tools, such as analytics, newer platforms, working closely with marketing and be prepared to react in real time to evolving situations and public sentiment. So I think it's always really important to note how it affects us, but it's also important to note how we would see it affect us. So a great way to do that is through trends. So like one of the biggest digital trends of spark of sports industry, at least according to the University of Kansas, is going to come in like three different sections, right? So we see it in social media marketing, in mobile optimization, and through video marketing. And so they kind of were able to explain how social media marketing looks at influencers or social media advertising. When you're looking at like Manchester United, do they do anything with influencers? Like, do they collaborate with other influential athletes or maybe sports personalities like sports hosts or anything like that and publish that on their Instagram or maybe their Twitter or TikTok or anything like that? Yeah, I could answer that question. You know, one time, Manchester United also use influencers to promote their club. They also use big celebrities like Hussein Booth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hussein Booth. I don't know if he's a Manchester United fan or not, but I have seen some ads about Manchester United with him. They're kind of using him to promote their club mm -hmm. and the guy going on in the club. And I've also seen big celebrities like they give them VIP tickets to come and watch the game in Old Trafford and they are going to post it on their social media accounts, which is going to be seen by millions of people, which is a very good public relations for the club. Yeah, I definitely see that a lot too in like hockey. 
it's really popular. So like my favorite team is the Coyotes for Arizona. And they always reach out to like influencers all the time to like come to their games and like they give them good like front row seats and stuff. And they don't even have to necessarily be like into the sports, but if they're interested or they have like a large following, they're always really great. So like recently they had this one girl named Amanda Sorensen, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. And she's a professional like Hummer racer and she races all sorts of things but she's like a sports car driver but she has such a large following that they just invited her to come to promote the club which I always think is really interesting to see also talk about like uh, mobile optimization so that's in mobile apps or making their websites mobile friendly and I know for like the National Hockey League here or the NHL we have like well we they have their own app where it's really easy to access any information you might want to know about the team right so like a roster or their stats or how their season's going if there's any articles about them and it's all in like one place but does does like manchester have that yeah when it comes to mobile apps i think most of the big clubs most of the big sports teams that i know they all have mobile apps we are you get almost all the you can even watch the you can even stream the live matches from those mobile app right mm-hmm. and see the news about the seasons the injured players what the club got going on in the future you can even shop on the mobile apps if you want to buy their wears like their jerseys their sports kits or have that on the mobile app and which is a very good mobile optimization. Yeah. I also think like video marketing that breaks down into live streaming, right? Or like video content creation. And you said they do a lot of live streams. Do you think they have a lot of success with those? Yeah, for the live streaming, Mm -hmm. yes. I think they have a lot of live success on that because one time I watched this match on live streaming on two, on their Twitter account. And mm. while I was streaming that, I happened to see how many people that are doing, are also streaming the match from Twitter with me. And mm. there were about thousands of people doing the same thing. So with that being said, I believe that live streaming is very popular and it's also a good form of video marketing. I know it's not very super related to the topics, but how is Manchester United doing this season? Like, are they doing good? Are they not doing so good? I've heard some very mixed reviews about Manchester This season, Manchester United so far, at the beginning of season, they had some ups and downs. They weren't doing so good. But for the last five matches in the Premier League, they have been able to win all their game. They didn't start off very good, but I think that they are doing fairly well right now. They have a Champions League game tomorrow in mm. Tokyo, Istanbul with Galatasaray. So I'm looking forward to see if I will be able to watch that match live mm. from my home. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, like, when I'm looking at their Instagram page right now, and they seem, like, pretty active in posting, like, behind the scenes or, like, highlight reels, different things like that. What yeah. do you think, out of, like, all of 
what they post because they seem to post quite a bit what do you think stands out the most to people like the the best content creation they can kind of continue that people will always come back for or tune into okay what i think that stands out they first of all they have a very huge social media presence and mm. they always give their followers feedbacks from their social media platforms from instagram to twitter to the app to youtube you know mm -hmm. so one of the outstanding things i think they post according to your question is they usually give feedbacks when a life match is going on right mm. so when a life match is going on if you go to their instagram page to their twitter page you will see highlights and follow-ups about the game. If some, if if there was, a, if if they score a goal, they're going to post it, and you can see comments. You can see opinions of the followers from who is doing good and who is not going doing good. You'll be seeing all that on the comment sections, and sometimes mm -hmm. they engage their followers again through the comment section. And one of the things that the players also do is. After every match, almost all the players go to their personal social media platform to post about the match. And for example, let me say they did badly well at a game, right? We see their players apologizing to the fans that they will do better next time and they should please bear with them. They know that they didn't perform very good today, but hopefully next match that they are going to make them happy you know stuff like that that's that's interesting because i feel like here in the states that's definitely not something you'd see a lot of professional athletes do like take to their social medias and like apologize to the fans for not playing well and so that's definitely very different and i think when we're looking at digital sports marketing it's always important to recognize the global aspect of it and how different each country and each sport within that country is going to be and how it varies so so yeah. i have a question for you this is where public relations come in because mm -hmm. most of these social media accounts at least in manchester united they have more than 30 professional players mm -hmm. the club and the staffs mm -hmm. most of from the players to the club all those their social media accounts are not managed by them personally. They hire, oh, okay. they hire public relations professionals that manage those accounts for them. Really? That's very interesting. Yeah. I think here in the States, every now and again, you'll kind of get a player where you're like, oh yeah, they definitely have an agent who's telling them what to do and what to post, but... Most of the time, a lot of them are just managing their accounts themselves. Right. So that's, that's very different. That's interesting to hear about. Do you think it's better that they have a more, that their public relations team has a much more hands-on approach about their social media presence? Do you think it's, do you think it's a good thing that their public relations team is so hands-on with their social media? Yes, I think it's a good thing for the club and it's also a good thing for the public relations practitioners to also tap from that in upgrading and leveraging on digital marketing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And 
also a very big job opportunity for public relations practitioners, right? Mm, yeah. Handling those big clubs. Yeah, I don't. I know we didn't really do like tons of research about the UK, but I think in the future it'd be really interesting to see the difference between the how sports marketing industry like works between like the UK and the states, but also just how much it's projected to grow. Because like right now, uh, the sports technology market, according to the University of Kansas, is projected to reach the size of fifty five point. 14 billion US dollars by 2030, which is a really big sizable amount. What do you think uh, public relations pr practitioners should really focus on to ensure success with that growth? Well, from the best of my knowledge, what I think public relations practitioners need to do to ensure success on that is that First of all, we need to understand that the world is evolving. And as the day goes by, everything is beginning to go digital. So mm -hmm. public relations practitioners need to be following the trend, the digital trend. They need to be updating their skills as much as they could, especially the digital ones on the digital platforms, because that is where the future is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting too to see right now, influencers are obviously really big. They're one of the biggest things we always talk about in classes and in projects. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how prominent or relevant influencers are by 2030, because some people don't think they'll be very relevant, but some people think they are going to be the you know, the, the ride into the future. Where do you kind of sit with that? Do you think they'll stick around or do you think maybe they'll kind of, people will lose interest in them? People will always have interest in them. The interest will even get more bigger in the future with, with these new inventions in digital marketing because nowadays you don't really have to buy a ticket uh, go to the stadium to see all these games. You don't even have to watch the game to know what happened on the game, right? Just go to their website and you can see everything. And they also post highlights of after the game, post-match and pre-match interviews. Yeah. yeah. So with all these things, it's even making it easier for the fans to get more interested and be following up with the game. Yeah, I think digital marketing will have a huge impact on the sports industry. And I think it'll be one of the main reasons why it will, it has such a high projectile or projected number, I guess is a more accurate way to say that. So with all of that said, I think that's all the time we have today. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Well, before we sign off, digital marketing is here to stay and it is one of the biggest things that has happened to, to sports as a whole. So digital marketing in sports is growing big and it will keep growing bigger because it has helped to influence the game to a large extent and also 
in as much as it has some implications for PR practitioners, it also has advantages for public relations practitioners as well. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, so... at the end of the day, the ultimate goal for the digital marketing in sports is to enhance the fans' experience while increasing the visibility and profitability of the team, athlete, or brand, you know? Yeah, I agree. So I hope everyone found this episode interesting and hopefully they've learned something from it. I know I definitely have. And so thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.